Hey, welcome into Coffee with the DJ Coach. This is a new episode all about how to get more gigs. And we've addressed some of these in previous episodes, some of these strategies or some of these topics in previous episodes, but this still by and large is the biggest question that I get from people. How do I get more gigs? And sometimes it comes in the form of, how do I get more gigs in this small town? Or how do I get more gigs in an oversaturated market? Or how do I get more club gigs or or more wedding gigs, whatever it is. But in general, the advice that I want to give on this particular episode is just how to get more gigs in general. (laughs) And a lot of this is based on momentum. So I think it's Isaac Newton, is it not? Isaac Newton, things that are in motion, stay in motion. And that is the real premise behind momentum. And what happens if you don't have momentum? So I'm going to take you back to your childhood, potentially, for some of you. Um, I don't know if you remember being in a swing, but if you just sit on a swing, nothing happens, right? Like you've actually got to get it moving and get it going. Once you get the swing going, it's easier to keep the swing going because it's already in motion. The hardest part, though, is to get the swing going. And what you also will notice is that then when you're swinging and you're on the swing and then you stop pumping your legs or whatnot, making your body, you know, swing faster or further or harder, right? If you stop doing that, your body will naturally keep swinging until it starts to slow down and then ultimately will come to a stop. So in order to keep that swing going, you do have to put in a little bit of effort but you don't have to put in nearly as much effort as you did to get the swing going in the first place. So what, how, (laughs) people are like, coach, what is this about a swing and playgrounds? Um, For a lot of you who are just getting started, you're gonna need to get the swing going. And that's the hardest part. The hardest part is getting it going. The hardest part is that first gig. The hardest part is being able to record that first mix and being able to send that out and being able to put yourself out there and start spreading the word that you are taking DJing more seriously. And that is going to require some courage on your side. Um, A lot of you are gonna need to maybe get out of your own way. So you're already thinking, I'm not good enough. I'm not ready yet. Uh, That mix could be so much better. Um, I'll record it when it sounds better. Record what you're doing right now. Like focus on right now. Cause there is no thing, there is no such thing as perfect timing. There's just right now. And this is about getting yourself out there and putting that out. Now, what I'd also recommend is if you just started DJing yesterday, that maybe this isn't the right time. Like maybe this there is some there is some work that can be done behind the scenes. And then I would encourage you to get around, you know, some friends that are going to be honest with you and be able to um, help identify like, yes, no, that does sound good. Yes, that's sounding so much better than last time and aren't just going to say nice things to you for the sake of saying nice things to you. Those aren't good friends to have around. I mean, uh, let me let me actually reframe that. There is a place for those types of friends. And some of you already know who I'm talking about. Like you're already able to name that friend. You're like, oh yeah, he's talking about Jenny. 
Yep, Jenny is that friend that'll just tell me that it's awesome even when it's not. And it's good to have Jenny around, but it's also good to have James around who will give it to you straight and he'll say, yeah, I just feel like, you know, you messed up there and it could sound so much better. What if you recorded it one more time? It's good to have those people around who will be honest with you. And if you don't have those people in your circle, I would encourage you to get around a community that can do that. Um, not here to plug our own thing, but I'm, am, I believe in what we do. So we actually have a great community online at the DJ Coach. We have, an orga- we have a um, community called The Huddle. Um, that is a great resource to be able to get around like-minded DJs and people who are wanting to grow, who have a growth mindset, and that can be a good place for you. So um, anyways, you need to get the swing moving. And that's not going to come from just some random person picking up the phone and calling you or texting you or DMing you all of a sudden out of the blue. Like That's not going to come from that place. That's going to come from you doing the work. It's going to come from you putting yourself out there and saying yes to something and sharing what it is that you're doing and sharing the fact that you are trying to get more serious about DJing and sharing that with your friends um, and the people around you. So one of the biggest things that you could do right now, if, you've, if you haven't done any of this stuff yet, one of the biggest things that you could do right now is to start working on a mix. Pick a theme, pick a topic. Maybe it has to do with the season that you're in. Maybe it's around a song or a particular genre that you're into. Maybe it's around an artist that you really love. Like, you know, I love John Summit. And so I'm going to make, you know, the ultimate John Summit mix. And I'm pulling in songs that John Summit has produced and songs of his and also songs that sound like John Summit. And I'm putting together a mix and I'm going to make it, don't make it an hour. 20 to 30 minutes is what I would recommend. Um, make it shorter, make it easier to digest, make it easier for somebody else to even listen to. And then here's a big step. When you record that mix, you put that together. I want you to also make sure that you're mapping out the songs, that you're understanding how to get in and out of songs, that you've really gotten a game plan for like your mix that you've put together. Then when you record it, after you record it, or maybe even before you record it, I want you to create album artwork. So you can use a program like Canva or there's all sorts of them that are out there that you can use. Uh, but Canva is a great resource. I use Canva for a lot of design that I end up doing, that we end up doing as a team. Build actual album artwork. Put your name on it. You know, John Summit, Mega Mix, mixed by DJ Hoppa. Like, put your name on it. Design the cover. Make it feel the way that the mix sounds. It should have, you, you're going to need to put some thought into this. What are the colors? What are the fonts? What are the, are you using images? Are you using an image of John Summit? Are you using, you know, the image of a crowd somehow? Like what, what do you, what does it look like to you? But build it out, have an, have actual album artwork. And again, there might be somebody out there that's like, why would I even do that? Why would I go to those lengths? Because it will feel like a finished product. And when you send this to a friend, they will be impressed at the fact that like, not only are you just sending them a file that just says practice mix 05, but is, is actually named. It has a title, it has artwork, it feels complete. And that's what's going to be impressive to your friends. And that, by the way, is the first impression. And the way that that impression goes is the lens in which they're going to listen to your mix. So. If you just sent them something, and I do this all the time, somebody will send me something and it's completely unpolished.
wish I could detach from that, but I can't. I'm just being honest with you. You send me something that says rough draft idea, and I'm gonna be listening to it and watching it and looking at it from the lens of this is not finished. But if you send me something that is finished and feels finished and looks finished, then I'm going to listen to it with that lens in, in, in how I perceive it. So that is super important. And that, I, that actually transcends me talking about DJ mixes. That's just in general, like the way that you show up, the way that you meet people, you know, all of those things, like you've heard it time and time again, and it's a bit cliche, but you only have that one chance to make that first impression. And it's absolutely true. So now that you've done that, now what I want you to do is to start thinking about who are you sending this out to? Who are your friends that also like John Summit? Who are people that you've met that also would appreciate this type of mix? Send that to them. And even people that maybe wouldn't appreciate this type of mix, like send it to those people too. But start to build out a list. That could be a text list. That could be an email list. That could be a social media list. But here's, here's the kicker. What I don't want you to do is just to blast this to everybody and send a mass text. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's the lazy way. That would be a lazy approach to doing that. Instead, what I want you to do is you could, you could write something that you could copy and paste. Write a little something that you copy and paste with the link to the mix. Like the mix should be linked somewhere, should live on Mixcloud or Soundcloud or you know somewhere on, on Dropbox, wherever you host the mix. But then I want you to write something and personally send text messages. Personally send emails to these people so that they feel special and they feel like they're receiving something directly from you. This is the way to get the swing moving. And once you get the swing moving, it'll be so much easier to keep it moving. This essentially is how to get more gigs. And we'll see you on the next one.